Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100 milligrams of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the four-star tube set with flavors such as blue raspberry, cherry blossom, more cherry, and freedom berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Welcome to Plumes Gas. My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Plumes. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I do owe you a tiny bit of an apology because it is currently about 4:30 on January 28th, 2024, as I'm recording this. And genuinely, I thought I had my day planned out perfectly. I felt so productive today, dude, only to have it all come crashing down. <laughs> Now, mind you, I do not feel like any of the time spent today is time wasted. I gave myself ample opportunity to think about today's topic and flesh it out in my head. But I just, I want to run through some of this with y'all, okay? Because, dude, I went out today. I got some of the Fox Wife's Valentine's Day presents because, you know what? Next week is the first weekend of February. A lot of people are going to be out doing some Valentine's Day shopping and I know some of the things I wanted to pick up for were kind of, you know, hot ticket items because, you know, it's it, it, universal appeal, okay? But the Fox Wife, like, locked on to these things when I was out walking with her at one point. I'm like, bet, I'm getting it. I had, I registered it. I downloaded it. I was ready. <laughs> and I'm trying, I'm trying to be as vague as possible because, bro, I am terrible when it comes to surprises. And I don't want to ruin any of the surprises that I've got planned for her. But, bro, I'm like, I'm already, like, biting my tongue. I had to re-record this, like, three times already because I said specific words that would hint or lead towards them. So I'm trying to keep it as simple and clean to quote the great kingdom hearts as possible. <laughs> and I've been, I've been having fun with this, dude, because as I'm out and about and as I'm picking up things, I'm just feeling a warmth in my heart because I'm picking up things for the woman that I love. She's going to be excited when these things, you know, are revealed to her and she better not speaking to her right now. She better not be searching for them while listening to this or any other time before the holiday. And you might be wondering, Seth, why why did you do all that? And mainly because, and this does actually apply to y'all as well, um, the weekend before Valentine's Day, the weekend of the 9th, okay, that is my big project cutover date. And I'm hoping that at the end of that, everything's said and done, 
I can't guarantee, though, that I will be able to do a podcast episode that day or that weekend. I'm trying to plan ahead for that, like, currently. Uh, just because, again, I do not know how much is going to be required of me because I've spent so much time getting everything up and going. Um, I will be real with you. I have, like, four one-hour meetings all day this week to set up one of our uh, MFA clients. And I'm just like, bro, when I first did this for my company, it took me, like, three hours from scratch. Why do we need to have four one-hour meetings about this when, in reality, it shouldn't take more than 30 minutes? I've shown you everything that you need to know, and they just refuse. And it's just like, all right, I'm I'm currently trying to zen myself and ground myself to the point of, okay, I am ready for this. Here we fucking go. Also, I gotta be in the office early tomorrow. It's fucking wild, because <laughs> my office got painted this weekend. And I'm just like, bro, I had to take down so much shit. Dude, the day I leave my company, I, I'm i going to cry. Not because of how sad I am. Because of, you know, uh, leaving all of the friends and coworkers I've left behind and the company I've helped built up behind. No, it's going to be because I have a bunch of fucking shit. Because <laughs> it took me like two hours to put everything away. And I'm just like, ah. Anyway, I got home, right, and I'm ready to begin recording, and all of a sudden, one of my neighbors, I don't know if it's a new neighbor or somebody decided to buy a motorcycle, but dude, this dude is sitting out here. Mind you, the temperature has dropped once again. It was like in the 60s yesterday, now it's sitting at like 45 according to my smart frame, and I'm just like, ah. It's cold. And you know how I know it's cold? Because this dude's sitting out there. He's got his motorcycle out. And he's just revving this thing, dude. Like, seriously, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to record. You can hear in the background as I'm talking. Anyway, guys, we're going to talk about... And, you know, this is important because... I'm just like, okay. Okay. So... I decided I was going to order, you know, the fox wife, the rest of her presents, and give myself some time to, like, really flesh out today's idea. Because, you know what, it is a little bit of a complicated topic, and I wanted to make sure I'm approaching it appropriately. But before I even do that, before I even, you know, break ground on that, I want to talk about Amazon real quick, okay? And I want y'all's opinion, because, straight out, I... I've probably used Amazon Prime for, God, you know, maybe seven years at this point, as weird as that is to say, mainly because I was using it for my company, like whatever company I was at, I almost always had to have my Prime account so that way I could order things and get them in. In fact, the first company that I worked with had me take out a credit card so that way I could order IT supplies on Amazon Prime. They said it as, oh, well, you get to build credit while helping us, and you also get to keep the rewards points, which was kind of nice, I guess, but at the same time, like, sometimes they'd be, like, slow on paying me some of the shit, and I'd just be like, ah, I'm about to go, (laughs) I only had this card for a year, and I'm about to go into the red already, (laughs) but anyway, 
No, I went to order the Fox Wife a couple of more things for Valentine's Day. And again, I don't want to say anything of what they could be, but when I went to place the order, it's like, hey, this purchase is going to take until, you know, February 12th to arrive. And I kind of sat there. I'm like, what? And it was causing another order to be lumped with it. I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I looked at one order that I, or one item that I had purchased, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, that will be here in like three to five days. I'm like, cool. But then if you add another item to it, it's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to ship these together, and the other one's not going to be ready for like two weeks, so you're not going to get both for two weeks. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. And like, straight out, I probably shouldn't be talking shit about Daddy Bezos because, you know, Plumescast is hosting on Audible. And I'm sure Audible, you know, goes through and listens to things and it's like, ooh, you're talking bad about the motherboard. How dare you? You know, AI get his ass. And then all of a sudden, you know, my mentions and all are going to be flooded with Amazon supporters like, well, you know, Amazon provides so many jobs because you pay a subscription for, yeah, whatever, what the fuck ever. Anyway, yeah, no, I was so pissed about that. And it's like, when I first started using Amazon Prime, okay, they guaranteed almost. They were like, hey, everything you order, you basically get within two days. And I get it, supply and demand, you know, the logistics behind it. All different things that make a bunch of sense. I get it. I truly do. Also, you might have just heard my neighbor in the motorcycle again. Jesus Christ, it's been three hours. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, bro, please go. Anyway, okay. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I'm... I understand the supply and demand of it. I get it. And we just got through, you know, a holiday season. So there's probably a bunch of layoffs to get the hours back in line. Dude, I understand it. But there are so few reasons why I'm holding on to Amazon right now. The two main ones are I get a free Twitch sub that I get to throw at one of my buddies every month for free. And I get two free books on Kindle. That they send me a list of like their curated 10 or 15 books. And you get to pick one out. Or you get to pick two out from that. And that's cool. I appreciate that. Is that worth the money that I'm paying for? And also, you know, Amazon Music sometimes is pretty good. Like sometimes there's songs that I can't find on Spotify that I'll find on Amazon Music for some reason. And I'm sure it helps make the smart devices run better. But at the same time, dude... Like, I, I'm already starting to side-eye your business. I think a lot of people are. And, you know, if anyone knows any better alternatives, let your boy know. When the third party rises up, I will definitely make the jump. Anyway. <laughs> ten minutes of ranting aside. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Plumescast. I hope you've had a wonderful first month of the year. Because, yeah, no, this is going to be the last podcast episode I'm going to have with y'all before February. And also, I'm not sure if many of you are aware, but we're also coming to a close on Season 2 of Plumescast. Which means, on as of February 1st, which actually this will be the last podcast episode I will have as Season 2 Plumes, 
And that, to me, is just fucking wild. Like, the fact that I've been doing this now for two years, going on to three, absolutely wild. So before I touch on today's topic, genuinely speaking, you know, I am planning a couple of modifications to things. Um, There's a couple of upgrades I want to make that I'll probably just go ahead and take the shot for. Um, kind of just being entirely honest with you, I'm kind of waiting for the month to start before going out and purchasing these things. If only because, uh, I'm getting my taxes and stuff all prepared. I'm trying to keep a decent, I'm trying to, you know, not go over a certain budget. And am I close to it? No, I'm actually doing really good as far as budgeting goes. I'm really surprised, uh, based off of everything that I have purchased, including the Valentine's Day gifts. Um, I am still down about $100 for my least expensive month thus far, and that was back in November, and that's when I was buying, like, a bunch of food and stuff for the holidays. So, all things considered, I am very proud about how I've been this past month, and I've got a lot more things squared away than I care to admit, so genuinely, I'm excited going into season three of Plume's Cast, but I do just want to make sure, just for a couple of more days, I keep things low, because then I'm going to pay out a bunch of stuff, and then I'm going to get my taxes done, and we're going to go from there. Because chances are, I will probably end up owing a bit of money from the revenue of which Plume's has brought back to me. <laughs> It ain't much, but bro, I swear to God, the government is definitely coming after my ass for at least a hundred, two hundred bucks. I-, I can feel it in my bones, and I also go over and get you know professional services done, just because if I ever get audited, I can just point to them and be like, yeah, they'll take care of it. I, f- fuck that. <laughs> but anyway, I bring all that up. Because next week we're going to be talking about kind of where Plumes, like the podcast has evolved from. You know, I'm not going to necessarily bring up the first podcast episode and play that live while actively reacting to it. As funny as that would be, it would just be a bit of a pain in the ass to get through editing wise. But as, you know... As I continue to do podcasts, as I continue to grow and go out and learn new things so I can teach you new things and have conversations with you about, you know, the things you're curious about, I do realize that I myself have grown a lot over this past year, and I do want to kind of take an opportunity to sit down and talk with it, or talk with you guys. I will probably be doing this one live, honestly. If I can swing it properly, I would love to do it, because... The anniversary of Plume's Cast is February 1st, which is a Thursday, and that's typically when I go through and do podcast streams. It's just whether or not I will be able to, it's kind of up in the air. We'll, we will see, though. We will see. Uh, that said, if I can't do it on Thursday, I will do it on Saturday. I will keep you all abreast as to what we decide to do uh, either way on the Discord. So, you know, hey, me listening out for it. But for everybody who doesn't go to the Discord, who doesn't go to the Twitch streams, I do want to ask your opinion too. You know, I do want to ask, what kind of things could I be doing better? What have you seen? Like, where have I grown in the past year? Where do I need to improve on year three? You know, if I could get equipment or something to make myself sound better, do you have recommendations? You know, 
uh, should I soundproof the room, so on and so forth. I've already done a little bit of that, but at the same time, I know I could do more. There are certain things that I'm already looking at into doing, um, as far as making the sound quality just a little bit better, so it's less less of an ASMR, more of an actual podcast, and more importantly, I do have the equipment, or at least I'm starting to get all the equipment I need to essentially do a two-person podcast, and that in itself excites me. I would love to start doing interviews, you know, and start having more genuine conversations with people and mixing it all together and releasing it and letting y'all hear the conversations like that. That in itself just sounds so much fun to me. And so, hey, maybe that that is where we're going to go for next year. Not entirely sure. There's still a bunch of things I'm trying to work out. And again, I brought it up at the beginning of the year, too, where I was like, I want to build a website. And maybe, you know, I'll use year three of Plumescast to be that opportunity. And then I'll just just gradually build things out within the website and we'll go from there kind of thing. But... That said, I am nothing without you guys. You know, your love, your support, your friendship, and all of this has been a massive inspiration. And I promise I will get on to today's topic. I keep I keep glancing over in my notes and I'm like, alright, all right, I gotta speed this up just a tiny bit. But I do just genuinely want to say, prior to the, you know, two-year anniversary, thank you. Like, thank you for allowing me to do this, allowing me to make mistakes, and allowing me to grow alongside y'all. Because, again, if it wasn't for, you know, your suggestions, your conversations, the topics that we've shared together, I would not be the person that I am today. And I hope you know that every single episode I do for y'all, I am proud of what I put out. And I want you to know that I want to continue getting better, especially as we start to grow the podcast more, as we reach a wider audience. You know, I want to continuously make something that you can share with people and be proud to share with and be like, yeah, no, I'm part of the phantasmas, you know, which again, thank you to Remu Sash Mahoro for that one, because it's such a great idea and it was staring me right in the face. I just never did anything with it. So all that to say. And this, honestly, is a great transition between me talking about things that really aren't a part of today's podcast to what is today's podcast all about. Because we're going to be talking about just being genuine with yourself. You know, being your authentic self. Realizing what makes you, and more importantly, how you can further embrace that. Now, before I get into any of the nitty-gritty, I want to run through with you why I decided to do this topic. And, you know, what kind of made me a little more excited about it, because it became more personal over the past couple of weeks. So, I I believe I've told you all the story, and if I haven't, I apologize for repeating it. You know, my memory is still not that great. I'm still using Elevate, by the way. It's a great app. Highly recommend it. If you're interested in a free trial, hit your boy up. I will send you a code for seven free days premium. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sponsored. I'm not, that's not an ad. I just want people to be the best who they can be. And if it helps you, please look into it. It does give you three free games every single day. But I do think the premium alongside the memory games can help people. Anyway. 
All that to say, I, a couple of months ago, like in the middle of December, me, the fox wife, and my best buddy Adam went out to see The Boy and the Heron. It was the latest uh, Miyazaki film from Studio Ghibli, and probably we're all thinking it's probably his last, even though I think he's already started working on a new one because he's just that much of a workaholic. All right. So we went out to see this movie, right? And while we were waiting for the movie to start, because it had, for some reason, the longest trailers slash commercial reel ever, I decided to bring up Genshin Impact. Because during that time, Genshin was doing uh, their player appreciation, which they were giving out like 300 primos per day. And I also had Welkin Moon, which, if you're not aware, it's basically if you log into the de- or log into the game, you get 90, you know, primos, which are the pool currency. And if you don't, you miss it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and log into this, grab my stuff and go. And when Adam saw me playing Genshin Impact, he was just like, he laid into me, dude. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're playing Genshin Impact while we're, while we're waiting for a movie? Like, that's so fucking stupid. Put it the fuck away. I'm like, whoa. Where's this coming from? Now, mind you, mind you, my buddy Adam has probably sunk more hours in the Genshin Impact than I have on both my accounts combined. My man had over 500 hours of Genshin Impact, and I get it. You know, he kind of, he went from really being deep in the game to having a disdain for it because he realized that he's not going to be able to beat, like, no other game on his PlayStation is going to beat Genshin Impact. And that in itself is pretty funny. But he did, he tore me down quite a bit because he's just like, why the fuck, dude? Like, this stupid, put that, put that shit away, like, you shouldn't have that in public kind of thing. I'm like, the fuck are you on about? I've never seen him... Just go completely AWOL about something. And it was Genshin Impact of all things. And then for a minute I stopped playing. Because I was just like, man, maybe maybe I shouldn't play Genshin. That isn't, however, where the story begins. You know what? I In that time since then, I've played a lot more Genshin. I've been having fun. I'm taking my time. I'm doing my thing. Because it's just fun for me to run around and find shit. And, you know, get invested in the story for a little while and then, you know, call it a day. That, to me, is exciting. That, to me, is fun. And what really made me stand out and think about what being me was, was recently, very, very recently, I've gotten myself started back into Pokemon Go. And I got started back into that because of an app called Pokemon Sleep. Now, if you don't know what Pokemon Sleep is, I can't blame you. Alright, it was a meme over Twitter for a while because everybody was like, Oh, Pokemon, go the fuck to sleep. Ha 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 You know, combining the two apps. But, it's, what it is in its full core is a sleep tracker. Alright? It's a, you basically can either leave your phone on for the entirety of the night, like you leave it face down uh, on your bed and it records you sleep, you know, you can have the mic on so that way you can hear, like, are you talking in your sleep, are you snoring, so on and so forth, or you can forego any of that setup and get this accessory called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, and what it is, it's a small Pokeball 
that you basically sit on your bed, you attach it to a clip, and it just detects motion. And based on that motion, you know, it can give you your sleep pattern. I will admit, it's not 100% accurate, which granted, it's a $60 accessory. I wouldn't fully expect accuracy out of that. However, compared to my Garmin, it's actually pretty close at times. Granted, I think the Pokemon Go++ is a little more sensitive, you know, or a little less sensitive, I guess, because it'll fluctuate between things much faster than anything else. And I think nothing can beat, like, an actual something that you're wearing on your body to tell if you're sleeping or not. Because, let's be real, I definitely move in my sleep. I move a lot in my sleep, Uh, especially if I'm dreaming. I used to talk in my sleep a fair bit, too. I don't know if I still do, because usually the fox wife falls asleep before me, and she was the one that always told me that I was talking in my sleep. But anyway, as I was sitting there, excuse me, as I was making these decisions to, you know, purchase this kind of shit, because it is, it's an expensive purchase, I realized something. I realized that... I wanted to have fun. I wanted to, you know, even though this seems silly as hell, you know, that a 29-year-old is using an app that was probably designed for children more than anything else. I got excited about it. I was like, you know what? This is going to be cool because it can help force me to bed a little bit earlier. And it does because it gamifies sleep to a certain degree. What it does is it sits there and says, okay, hey, you are are you set that your bedtime is at 12.30? If you go to bed before 12.30 in the morning, you will have a little reward for going to bed before your bedtime. And that's cool to me. And you get to see, like, based on how well you sleep and for how long you sleep, you see new Pokemon, you see, like, different. the whole thing is about categorizing different sleep styles. So, like, one Pokemon can have three or four different sleep styles, Based on, you know, how well you slept. They want you to sleep for eight hours. And if you don't sleep for a long time, the game actually does punish you a little bit. And it's like, hey, you know, you're going against your sleep trend. That's not good. You know, you're not going to see as many Pokemon in the morning. So on and so forth. I think it's a cute as hell idea. And I've genuinely been enjoying my time with it. And that's where I've kind of come to today's topic where I was sitting there, I'm like, bro, I don't want to be, you know, like, if I told anyone else I was using Pokemon Sleep, I'd be embarrassed to high hell because they probably talk shit. Like, oh my god, why the fuck are you using Sleep? And just like, you know what? Fuck it. Have fun. The world's already hard enough as is. And all of a sudden, today's topic came up to me. You know, I know I'm about 30 minutes into the podcast and I'm just scratching the topic. But, like, genuinely, being true to yourself, despite what the world thinks... Is something that I think a lot of people miss out on. Because we're constantly bombarded about messages with who we should be in life. You know? And there's a bunch of social norms and family expectations even at times. To be this authentic self. And to be, you know, the way that they want you to be. It's so fucking tiring. When you keep trying to live your life to a certain way that you don't want to be. It's like, you know, almost. have you ever seen any of those cool girl movies 
or cool guy movies where for some reason the nerd becomes part of the cool crew like the two things that immediately come to mind mean girls and that one episode of the fairly odd parents where timmy wishes to be popular and he ends up and, and in both cases both of them find out that it ain't worth being popular because they'd rather have fun with their friends and you know that's basically the moral of the story dude i feel that so much all the time you know it is so entirely hard both as a content creator and as a system admin to be the way that I want to be because, you know, when you're a content creator, they expect you to act in certain kind of ways. They expect you to, you know, be over energetic, be over sharing, so on and so forth. And when you're a system admin, they don't expect you to talk worth a shit. They expect you to be antisocial and anything else. And I've had com- like multiple conversations with people where it's like, oh, you're a sysadmin? I wouldn't have expected that. Consider- like, I expected you to be in sales or HR or something like that because of how bubbly you are. Now, mind you, <clears throat> that is more of a positive than a negative in that regard. But the negative also stands true. You know, being able to say fuck it to what anyone else is expecting of you so you can do what you want to do. Dude, that's such a gratifying feeling. And you yourself shouldn't feel limited to what you should do and what you enjoy on the side if it ain't hurting anybody. Now, I always have to put an asterisk like this because some people will take this and run with it, you know, a thousand miles. But so long as it ain't illegal or immoral, dude, do what you want to do. You know, I, for one, have a friend, and I'm not going to name him, but I have a friend that used to love reading kind of like, not children's books, but mainly just young adult. You know, that was their whole thing, instead of reading the adult fiction or non-fiction or anything like that. And so, you know, whenever we went out to book sales or anything like that, that's gradually what they gravitate towards. And that's okay, like, they weren't the most well-read person, but the fact that they were reading in general, dude, I was proud about that. And I was like, you know what, you want to buy this? Go get it. You know, I have a bunch of friends that only read manga instead of books. I have friends that don't read whatsoever. (laughs) That's okay. You know, like, whatever you want to do, please don't let anyone else stop you from doing it. Allow your... And, like, really, what I want you to do is figure out your core values, your passions, and your beliefs. That's the that's the three big things at the end of the day. And you're probably wondering, well, Seth, aren't those the same things? It isn't, okay? A core value is basically something that makes you you. A passion is something that you are interested in. What makes you want to get up at the end of the day? And a belief is how you should fe- how you perceive yourself, how you feel you should be. You know, and what feelings you should be allowed to have. For example, a core value for me. I love having fun. You know what? I am a tinkerer. I love getting my hands involved with anything. Especially if it's mechanics, computers. Like, that's where I found my love and my passion. Because I can get into the deep level of things, learn about so much shit... When I get invested into something, when I can learn more and build myself up and build my skills, that's why I love fucking around with video editing right now. 
You know, I've released a couple of TikToks over at, you know, Phantasma Plumes, none of which have been about the podcast, which I will, I'm hoping to kind of grab more podcast bits here and there and be like, okay, hey, you know, this is this week's episode. We're talking about this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. But that is something coming down the line. I genuinely do not have any good ideas for how to do a podcast TikTok, you know, but anyway... Unless I had, like, animations or something going over it, like, when I'm doing story times or something like that. But that's down the line. Anyway, I love tinkering. I love getting involved with this stuff. And, like, in those TikToks, I hope you can see my gradual development as I'm experimenting with different tools. You know, the first podcast, or the first TikTok that I ever made of it wasn't that great, I will fully admit But this one that I did recently where I was in VR chat and I was fucking around with things. Like, I was putting images in. I was focusing the camera on different ways. I was adding more sound effects. I was adding multiple layers of things. Like, I was doing dynamic zooms. All this stuff I would have had no clue how to do. Until I got into it and I got... And I had fun with it. That's why I love, you know, robotics. That's why I love computing. That's why I love cooking. And puzzles. And woodworking. Like, there's so many things that if you let me just get my hands on and say, okay, here's, you know, a whole spectrum of a world to get into and have fun with. Dude, I'll run. Now, granted, when it comes to coding, that one's a bit of a special case because I need somebody to show me the base work. To be like, okay, hey, here's an example of how this all works. You know, and actually go into the nitty gritty with me and explain each line of code to say like, okay, hey, here's your HTML open and close tags. The When you have tags like strong, this makes the text bigger, you know, so on and so forth. I'm going over the basic level shit, but, you know, that's something that I learned as I started to program, you know, as I started to build things for my company. I was like, okay, this is where I can focus my learning on, but I need somebody to come in and explain this. Once I had the groundwork and I got my certification in web design, dude, I was off to the races. I was like, all right, I understand what a boilerplate is. I'm running with it. My passion, though, and I kind of graced over what my passion was and all that, too. But my passion is building things and making things that people will enjoy and sharing, you know, smiles and laughter and joy. Like, I truly believe, hey, here's that belief, that we all have the power to make every other, everyone else's day a little bit better. And in that, if I can help do so, whether that be hosting a Twitch stream and just laughing about stupid shit that's going on in the game, or I have a podcast that I talk about important things to me and to the world currently, like, dude, that's important to me. I want to bring everybody a little bit more joy Because it's what I'm passionate about. If I can help ease the world's troubles... Now, mind you, I'm not putting everybody's issues on my back. My back would snap in one millisecond. Two if I'm lucky. I can't save the world. I understand that. However, I am passionate about helping people be the best of who they can be. Ergo, I do this stuff. And I have fun with it. And I love it. And you know what? Some people may look at it and be like, oh my god, he's doing a podcast? Why? And just like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck the rest of the world. If you are interested in podcasting or any type of, you know, content creation, go do it. 
experiment. Excuse me. Make mistakes. Like me making the mistake of not editing that cough out. You know. (laughs) I I really should learn how to do that eventually, and I will. But all that to say, you can take one little thing and make it a launch pad into a whole different era of knowledge and experience you would have never had before. Don't let anybody stop you from that. You know, there's so many, and again, this goes back to the social conditioning of things, where we are constantly bombarded with the message about who we should be, okay? And taking everything away from the content creator stuff and my, you know, core values and everything like that again i hope that all kind of made sense and if it doesn't and you want more of a deeper explanation please feel free to shoot me an email over to plumescast at gmail.com dude i will have a whole ass conversation with you i would love that but as society there's a bunch of norms that get placed upon us and really it's not fair You know, again, going back to, you know, hanging out with some of my guy friends, I could not talk emotions with them. I couldn't talk feelings with them because sometimes they really wouldn't understand what any of it meant. You know, I grew up thinking I had to be the masculine manly man that I couldn't cry when I was hurt. I couldn't, you know, I kept telling myself I could cry when it was all said and done. And that's the thing. If I started to cry, I felt like I was losing. I felt like that's it. That's it. Game over. And it stunted me. I can be enough of a man to say that. It stunted me as an adult because here I am with all these complex emotions, yet I'm sitting here like, oh, I can't cry. I can't cry in front of anyone else. It's stupid. No, you know what's stupid is not fucking crying. It's human. Again, I know I talked about this last week on podcast, but I'm going to bring it up again. When we were playing Lies of P together, and we reached some of the end game sections, I started crying on stream. I was apologizing. I'm like, God, this is so emb- I shouldn't be crying about this. Ramu brought it up. Ramu made the great point of why are you crying or why are you apologizing? What you're going through is completely normal as a human action, and it just proves that you're human. You need those wake-up calls. You need them. You should absolutely feel okay to be... To cry. To let down your guard and just let your emotions out. It's healthy to do. You know, you have to break beyond what everyone else places upon you at sometimes. And just be you and be honest with you. You know, I was lucky enough to grow up... And, well, granted, it wasn't the nicest family environment. I've told you all about the countless abuses and all that I've gone through. But as far as, you know, what I could do growing up, you know, like, I didn't have any expectations as to what job I could have or what I wanted to do when I got into college. Like, in that regard, I was incredibly lucky. Granted, at that point, my parents probably didn't care, (laughs) but... You know, when I told them that I wanted to be a farmer at one point, they were supportive of it. They didn't understand it because, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. But it was probably because I was playing way too much Harvest Moon at the time. But anyway, no, I was like, yeah, no, I think I want to be a farmer. 
you know, I want to get into agriculture. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I'm like, you know what? I want to be a lawyer. You know, I want to help people. I want to, you know, bring, I want to bring the right people. I want to bring people to justice. And I want the, you know, people who are suffering to feel better, you know. And then I went a step further. I'm like, you know what? I want to do translation. I want to bridge the world together somehow, some way. All of these were options that I tossed out. And, like, originally I wanted to be a vet tech. I wanted to be a veterinarian because I believed animals and helping the planet was the cl- the best thing humanity could do. And I know how important having an animal is to someone's well-being. You know, having something that you can come home and talk to and have, you know, like, companionship with. If something was going wrong with that animal, yeah, no. I would absolutely be enamored to be the person that heals them and gets them back to what they were for you. Or to be there and comfort somebody while you are, while, you know, unfortunately the animal passes on. I stopped doing that because I had such, I was afraid of blood, I think, was my excuse. But I think the main thing was, too, was it just didn't, seem like I had the most support back in the day and that kind of limited me you know there's a lot of different conversations where you know my mom would be like oh well you know veterinarians don't make a bunch of money you know you're not going to make a bunch of money doing that blah 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 blah." and eventually just kind of you know the fear of blood kind of came up later on I'm like I could not I would be distraught alongside somebody else if their dog was passing or if their cat or anything else was passing, I couldn't do that. I didn't think I was emotionally or mentally strong enough. And then again, I had the connotations in the back of my head that men can't cry. So what am I supposed to be doing? Like as a male doctor, sobbing my eyes out with a family, giving them my regards, you know, it just, there were so many things that said, you shouldn't do this, that, I didn't do it. Now, do I regret it at all? No. You know, I know enough to take care of my animals. I'm very thankful to have a fiancé that knows even more who can help when I don't know. And it's one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know, that's the way life went. I can't regret it. I don't regret it because I ended up growing in a different way. But I do think that... If you are in that situation yourself, if people aren't supporting you in your endeavors, dude, fuck them. Like, sometimes you really gotta take that first step on your own and see where it goes. Now, I would hope, you know, if you fuck up, you have that family behind you, those friends behind you, that the community behind you, too, to say, okay, hey, you did your best, you fucked up, you fell, here, let's help you get up. You know, it is a limiting factor, you know, and it is something of a privilege to be able to fuck up and have somebody there to catch you. I didn't have that growing up because my family was fucking dirt poor. And I was just like, all right, well, shit, you know, I got to do the thing that's going to make me the most money. Thankfully, I have an interest in it. That said, you know, when it comes time for one day when I have a kid, dude, I'm fully going to support that dude and whatever he wants to do. I know it's easier to say and do, or say than do, but like genuinely speaking, we grow up so quickly 
in our teen years that we learn so much about ourselves and into our, you know, 20s. I feel much more established as a 29-year-old than I did as a 19-year-old. I can tell you that right now. But I learned so much about myself throughout those years that really my whole commu- my, or my whole career could have jumped 5, 10 different times. I had an opportunity where I could have spoke or I could have been teaching English in Japan right now. I could have been the next abroad in Japan. I don't know what I called myself, but you know, Bloom's Perspectives in, in Nippon. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Nipplooms. <laughs> I don't know. But all that to say, you know, you grow up so quickly in these 20 years of your life where everyone else is expecting you to have everything figured out. And you know what? You're not going to have it figured out. And that's okay. You know, even when you get into your 30s, you're going to learn more shit about yourself because guess what? You're going to be a little more secure, hopefully, and you're going to have a little more options open up to you. Now, that said, you have to also kind of deal with that discomfort and that fear. Again, I talked about earlier on today where you have to make the first step on your own and sometimes you're going to fuck up and fall on your face, but that's where... You have to embrace the embrace the fear. Sorry, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to say this properly. But you have to kind of embrace it. You know, we, again, talking about our developing 20 years, okay? When we're past, our, or when we're in our teenager years and we're going into early adult years, like, you don't know what makes you happy until you go out and do it. And some of those things are absolutely terrifying. You know, for me, I enjoy being up in high spots. You know, if I could climb up something and sit at the top, dude, I love it. You know, mountain climbing, all for it. Climbing on top of buildings, I love it. However, I found out that I do not like riding rickety carnival rides. Those make me uneasy. You know, I, again, I, the expectation of being the macho man gets thrown out the fucking window, you know, thanks to the fox wife, as far as our relationship goes. She does not always anticipate me to be the brave one. She can be brave for me. And that's the thing, too, is you have to find your community, find your support network. You know, authenticity can feel isolating at times. And when you can find a group that supports the authentic you, that's when you start to live, dude. That's when you really start to get out and live your life. And you build a support group of the people that really matter. I'll be honest with you. You know, being an adult, you know, being as someone who has gone through school, who works in an older office, you know, I don't always have, you know, time to converse with my coworkers, and when we talk it ain't usually one-to-one because a lot of them again are older than me now we have been getting more young blood in the office I'm still the youngest one there but it is one of those things where I'm starting to have more conversations with my older co-workers and more conversations with the ones that are even older because I just go up to them and I ask them you know things that 
they themselves have figured out. They things themselves they are authentic with themselves about. You know, for example, if when I went up to the CEO during a Christmas party, all right, he was sitting next to me while we were all eating and we were making jokes back and forth and I asked him like what's something that you would say to younger self after you have made it this far? You know, and we had a whole conversation about that. You know, being a grabber, being somebody that's never satisfied with being where they're at. That's where he finds success. And that's where he saw success in me because I wanted to continuously take on things. I am continuously taking on things. And that in itself is just so fucking cool. Especially when I look back, you know, a couple of months ago and I look at how I was feeling during the initial talks of this project and where I'm at now where we're closer to finishing it, it's one of those things where I sit there and I'm like, you know what? I have grown a lot in this project. I've learned a lot. I've given myself the ability to say fuck it during the weekends instead of freaking out about it because you know what? It is, it's going to be what it's going to be and that's it. You know, there's nothing more, nothing less I can do. If things blow up on their side, well, I do what I can. And I address it as needed. But there's no point in worrying about the things that haven't come yet. Because I can't do anything about them. When they come, I can make a difference. And when they go by and they're done, well, I can't do anything then. But finding those people that you can just be the truest you... That in itself is such a relieving grace. And, you know, as we get older and as technology grows even further, I think it's still very possible to find like-minded people out there. You know, I bring up Reddit a fair bit. And I know Reddit comes with the stigma of, you know, anybody who responds to certain things in Reddit, you know, go into it as holier than thou, I'm smarter than you. But... Genuinely speaking, there are communities just for, you know, people like you. And if there aren't, you can make one. You know, I go a step further with this, talking about VR chat. I experienced VR chat for the first time in a long time. You know, just, what, last week, the week before? And I have done more reading into it. I'm Once I've finished recording this, actually... I'm probably going to go into VR chat and walk around and see like what other people are talking about. Maybe even engage in a couple of conversations and be like, oh, hey, you know, and just talk with people, you know, and find because uh, already you have a common ground with some of these people. These people are, you know, just wanting to act out as a character that maybe, you know, you find friends. When you go out and you find these communities. And it's not always an easy thing. You know, talking about reading. Talking about book clubs and everything like that. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to find those. However, again, you know, thanks to the internet, the world is flatter than it ever has been. And I hope you would go out and find other like-minded people like you. And if it ain't out there, then make one. Because... Other like-minded people like you might come up to and be like, oh shit, this is cool. (sighs) Look, being true to yourself, dude, is an ongoing process. It's not a destination. And over all of this, 
you need to be self-compassionate. Because, unfortunately, as you continue to grow up for yourself, and as you continue to be true to yourself, and as you continue to really discover what makes you you, you might end up getting a couple of people who are like, oh, well, why the fuck are you doing that? You know, it's... I want to talk in part about... Excuse me. I want to talk in part about changing jobs. You know, you end up pissing off a lot of people when you decide to completely change, you know, when you, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this before I even say it, and I probably should have thought about this more prior to, but when you change career paths, you can piss off a lot of different people. You piss off the managers that you've, you know, are leaving a vacancy for. You may piss off your, you know, underlings as they no longer have somebody they can turn to. And you might even piss off yourself and your family because, hey, maybe it comes with a pay cut. Maybe, you know, if you were a doctor and that was something your parents bragged about and all of a sudden you want to be a horse tamer, you know, what what the fuck? What are your parents going to talk about then? Or more realistically, being more authentic, maybe you want to become a content creator and just work on content the full time. And, you know, you're you're tired of the 9 to 5. You want to go into your own business even. Like, it doesn't have to be something that's a new career. Maybe it's a new passion. Maybe it's something that you want to take. Like, it's a passion that you can make a career. Maybe you have been doing, you know, content creation for a little while. And you can make it your full-time gig and you want to go full-time. Well, you're going to have people that fight against you. They're going to have people that are going to question you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You have this, you know, successful job where you're making 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, $100,000 per year. Why would you risk it for some YouTube career where, you know, it can go out underneath you so quickly? And they will try and impose every single negative doubt into you to stop you from doing it. And I want to just reach out to, you know, the person who's thinking about changing careers right now. It's okay. Obviously, do some research prior to, but if you know in your heart of hearts that what you're doing right now from a 9 to 5 isn't making you happy, that you are actively dreading your job, and it's not a matter of, oh, I can change my workplace and everything will be better. No, it's, I need to change the entirety of my career. Dude, do it. Don't let anyone else stop you. If you have found your support group that's willing to help you, if things get so- like if things go south south, you have friends that are ready to pull you back up, you know, that's cool. By all means, go for it. You know, if you don't have that luxury of having friends behind you that can, you know, afford to let you sleep on their couch for a little while while you figure yourself out, then maybe work a little bit longer or take out a personal loan. You know, that covers your expenses for a couple of months. I, When it comes to careers, though, <clears throat> when it comes to careers, I fully, I always say, make sure you have a backup. You know, make sure you have something in the works. And I've kind of changed how I feel about that the more, like, the Fox wife and I talk about it. Because she's thinking about, she's found a job that, you know, would make her really happy. She's just worried about leaving her current job. And in that, I realize, you know, when talking about a backup, I don't mean necessarily having a job ready to go. Like, yes, that is the best case scenario. 
But at the same time, I can fully go up to her and be like, look, you want to make the jump? Make the jump. I will support you. I can cover everything here. We'd have to cut back, you know, on our going out and eating a lot. And we can't buy books or anything like that. But you know what? Fuck it. Go out. Do what you need to do to find yourself the right gig. You have the path in mind. Go for it. We will be okay. Or if you want to work less hours while you figure this all out, that's cool too. Figure out what makes you you. And be your own self-compassion on this. Be the kindness that sometimes other people will give you. And then accept that you're going to hurt. Accept that it's not going to be easy. Accept that you might fall on your face. But at the end, you're going to grow throughout the entire journey. And that in itself is worth making that jump. You know, again, I talk about content creation. I talk about doing the podcast. Because when I first started doing the podcast, you guys probably remember the commercial. You know, where I was like, when I had an anchor commercial that was going on well before I made the jump over to... Uh, God, I can't can't even remember what website I'm on now. I'm going to casually look that up while I'm talking about it. Ah, jeez, that's bad. Acast. Okay. You know, I before I jumped to Acast, I had a podcast or I had an ad going through Anchor by Spotify. And in it, I made the joke about my sister where I was like, "Yeah, no, I talked to my sister about the podcast and she's like, "Ah, all you millennials have podcasts these days." And you know what? She was right. there's the throwback to the past for you but all that to say you know she was she wasn't necessarily for it or against it and as she listened to the first couple of episodes she's like you know what i think you're faking it you know i think you're just saying the stuff you yourself aren't there yet and i had a podcast episode in response to that i'm like yeah you're right i'm faking it till i make it but you know what i'm making it more than i could be faking it Or sometimes I had to fake it a bit to learn that I needed to make it. And I can easily, like, if I had another conversation with her, because I know for a fact she don't listen to my podcast, but if if she so happens to listen to this episode, dude, I hope, you know, we can sit down and have a conversation about how much I've grown over this past year. Like, I have figured out so much shit about myself and what makes me happy And what gives me, you know, the joy to keep doing and growing. Like, I'm excited about the fact that I've reached outside my comfort zone. I'm now a director for Toho Fest. I'm a content creator with over 67, like, I think this is episode 69. This is 69 podcast episodes talking about life experiences and giving help to other people. Like, you know, and it all started from a meek unconfident motherfucker that just wanted to talk and now all of a sudden I'm able to string thoughts and ideas together and it's sometimes pretty damn good (laughs) but look all this too and this all circles back around to one more thing I really want to hammer on for you and then I want to talk just a little bit longer and I'll let y'all go because I know I'm starting I'm close to hitting over an hour now But you have to be able to set boundaries with people, you know, and you have to be able to say no. You, 
like you have to ask yourself the question almost how can you prioritize your own needs and values without guilt or fear of rejection you know because again in that time just talking about what my sister said to me and the joke of the podcast intro and all i told myself way back when that i wasn't going to let anyone else stop me from helping people or trying to help people Have I had self-doubts a couple of times? Yeah. Have I had to take breaks because my headspace wasn't in the right spot? Of course. There's nothing wrong with that. But I wasn't going to let anyone stop me from doing what I love doing. And it's hard. You know, again, it is incredibly hard to sit here and have conversations going against the grain of what, you know, people would expect. Advocating for things that, you know, maybe people would frown against. Like, you know, just even talking about crying in public. I've seen so many TikToks of, you know, people being like, oh, if she does this, it's an automatic zero. If he does this, it's an automatic zero. Like, I think the ex, I think some of them were like, you know, if he cries in front of you during a movie, you know, it's a zero. Or if he's got problems that he's trying to talk with you, Lyft, I'm leaving him. You know, figure out your own problems, then call me. Or if she, you know, is talking to other dudes and, you know, tries to say something about them to me, it's an automatic zero. I should be the only one you're focusing on. Dude, fuck that. Like, there's so much toxic negativity. And I know that's repetitive, But there's so much negativity that gets placed out, especially in front of kids, in front of, like, anybody on TikTok that's just, you know, swiping through all this shit. And I pray to God you can't hear the motorcycle or so help me, Lord, I will go out there. (laughs) I will. I will have a conversation and be like, dude, you've been out here all day. Like, I get it. It's a motorcycle. It's loud. But come on. Anyway. Uh... There's so much negativity that gets placed in front of us that sometimes the person you're telling yourself no to is yourself, you know, because you start having these self-doubts. You start having these, you know, like questions about whether or not you're doing the right thing, so on and so forth. And then really when you sit down and you like look at it, actually you are. You're doing the right thing. You might make the mistake here and there, but you can't let the world stop you from doing what you want to do, especially when there's fucking influencers like Andrew Tate out there. They're like, the perfect way to be a man is to be, you know, bulky and disrespectful to women and fucking everything, including your car. Dude, no. Do not allow any of those types of influencers into your life. You don't need that toxic masculinity. And I will fully say this. I, myself, do not know about the feminine side of things. I'm sure there's a female version of Andrew Tate out there somewhere. (laughs) You know, that talks about how to, you know... I guess, demoralize guys. I don't know. To make them like you. I Again, I've never given Andrew Tate a moment of my time beyond what I've seen on Twitter. You know, whenever he starts trending about this, that, or the other. I will look and see the stupid shit he's gotten into. Same with, like, Jake Paul and all that. But unfortunately, there's been a whole generation of us that have been brought up watching these people and thinking, this is how we need to be. This is how I need to act. 
And you get to the realization that, no, no, it's not. You know, these people get big by spreading hate. But when they end up meeting these kids, you know, some of them even look at them and like, whoa, who told you that? And then they look at them and like, you did. And it's just like, oh, oh, no. (laughs) So, again, you have to be able to stop and set boundaries with yourself as far as what you're going to let other people influence you with. Because in your heart of hearts, if you know there's something you truly want to go out and do, then go do it. Take the steps you need to go do it. If you want to go explore the world, all right, get your passport first. Start saving money. Put aside an extra 50 bucks a week. You know, if you can't do that, 25 Genuinely, if you're trying to make these big money purchases, start small. Take something that you can take out of your account every single week that you won't notice and start saving it. Put it to a high interest sa- or high yield savings account. Go from there. Then you know when it comes, figure out what the starting point is for some of these big projects. You know, again, want to travel the world? Learn the language. There are plenty of free resources online, or you know, spend six bucks a month on an app. The more time you invest into it. You know, the more time that you start from ground zero and you actually start working your way up and learning different things. And again, you don't have to control all of this yourself. Let me reiterate something here too. You have, you can build a support network. You should build a support network. You should ask people who are more experienced like, hey, what do you do in this situation? And don't feel ashamed to ask for help or ask for info, you know, or even asking me. Bro, I don't know shit about everything, but I'd still be more than happy to be like, hey, you know, you want to talk about podcasting? Cool. Here's how I got started. Here's what I listened to. Here's a book that I read. Again, I'm not a professional podcaster yet. I'd still say I do this for fun, but I do like the idea of building this out into a professional thing. And, you know, maybe one day in the future, when I release a podcast episode on time, everybody in the world will tune in to listen to Plumes. When I become president, that is my first decree. Every Sunday, you gotta listen to me. <laughs> it's now illegal not to listen to Blooms. <laughs> ah, shit. I, I would make one hell of a president. And <laughs> I don't know if that's a good way or a bad way. But... All that to say, and I was kind of going over some of those solutions that I wanted to talk about earlier on in that little bit, but just to quickly bullet point through all of them, start small. You know, I think that was pretty obvious with the passport conversation, but start small. Figure out where you can start figuring out yourself, you know, figuring out what makes you happy and just explore things. You don't have to spend a bunch of money just to dip your toe in the water. You know, is whether that be exploring a new fandom, exploring a new hobby, you know, watch YouTube video. Like, that's the best thing, again, you know, about our current generations. We have access to YouTube. We have access to Google. We have access to Bing. Like, there's so many options in front of us that... We can go out and explore so many different resources from the comfort of our home. Or, hey, maybe you want to take it a step further and you want to go out to the library and check out a book. And, you know, have something that has a time limit to it. 
whatever gets you started is the most important, like the most important part. And again, you don't have to spend a whole bunch to get interested in something. You know, if you want to be a photographer, get yourself a El Cheapo camera and start practicing with shots. As you get more comfortable with it, get a bigger camera. Get a nicer lens. See if you can't go thrifting for a camera. Or, you know, go on Facebook Marketplace. See if somebody's selling one. And you build yourself up. You don't always have to have the nicest things. And, like, to go one more step back to content creation, because that's the world where I kind of dance in the most. But yesterday there's a thread talking about, you know, when you first started streaming, what was your equipment? Like, did you, just asking for the people who went out and started small, what did you do? And I was on there, I'm like, yeah, no, when I first started doing cooking streams, because I didn't want to bring my desktop around with me, I started on a Raspberry Pi. And I had an old Logitech camera that, you know, recorded everything, and was my mic, and it was ass, but it worked. And it worked pretty damn well. And then, you know, kind of grew up from there. Now I have a whole dedicated streaming computer sitting in my kitchen, or at the floor of my kitchen, where I can turn it on and make a recipe in front of all y'all. Which, you know, I do need to do that again here sooner rather than later. (laughs) But it's like, you know, when I first started streaming, I didn't have the greatest setup. I didn't have this computer that's sitting down at my feet. I didn't have the microphone that I'm talking into right now. I had some basic equipment that got me going, that got me started, and then boom, there I was. You know, I didn't even have a webcam yet. But there I was. You know, even before that, I was on the PlayStation, you know, streaming on PS4, playing Puyo Tetris. Uh, Another time I was playing fucking Stardew Valley. Way, way back in the past, when Jaleel and I first started doing, you know, uh, Think Again commentaries... We, I had an old Dell Inspiron laptop. I had a aging uh, capture card that I was using to capture our Wii content. And I was streaming that over Skype. So that way Jaleel could see it. And I was doing this over Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, it was a clusterfuck. But at the same time, that's how it be, you know? Start small. And practice self-awareness in that. You know, give yourself... I've talked about this too. Where I've learned a lot more about my own mindfulness. Like, about my own sense of self-awareness. By asking myself the same questions every week. You know, what was I proud about this week? What did I suffer with? What, you know, could I have done to make this week better? What did I learn this week? What did I appreciate this week? That shit helps. Like, I know it sounds like a bunch of bullshit... And you know what? You kind of got to experiment around to find what ultimately works for you. Maybe you start recording your own self-journal. You know, I was going to say self-podcast, but your own journal. And you just speak it out loud while you're driving home. And you're like, okay, today's, you know, January 29th. It's 5 o'clock. I'm coming home from work. Dude, I just need to get this off my chest. And you just blurt. Do it. Fucking do it. 
You know, give yourself ample opportunity to reflect about yourself because guess what? The world is built to the point where everybody's trying to take a little bit from you throughout the day. Your boss is trying to take it from you. You know, your partner might be trying to take a bit from you. Your dog is trying to take a bit from you. And granted, I want to say this too, it's not in the negative, you know, that somebody's trying to take something from you. You know, time is an asset. People want to spend time with you. That I love spending time with my partner. You know, I love that woman to death. I am so madly in love with her that sometimes I just stumble over my own words when I'm talking to her because I'm just like, God, I'm so fucking lucky to be here with her. But it's still an asset. And it's still, you know, something that even though all the time we spend together is always enjoyable, it's something that I haven't taken a chance to look back at myself for a minute. And again, that's not a bad thing in itself, but I do want you to take some time. Say no to your friends maybe once in a while who always try and get you to come out and take a night to yourself. You know, again, I am thankful that my fiance and I kind of right now have different working schedules where, you know, chances are I will probably have one day a week that I won't be able to hang out with her. And while I'm missing the fuck out of her, you know, and I miss hanging out with her and wanting to do things with her, having some time just to ground myself is appreciated. Or, you know, the fact that there's certain times where she'll be in one room, I'll be in the other. That's nice. It's healthy. It's good. I'm thankful for it. But I'm also just as thankful for spending time with her. And I want to fully put that on here because she does listen to this podcast. Baby, I love every fucking second I spend with you. Do not even begin to say, oh, you want time to yourself? Like, that's... Also, I want to put this out here, too. For anyone who's in a relationship, okay? This is one thing that I love so much about my partner. And I think should be something that's brought up between every couple. You should absolutely feel no shame of saying, I'm tired. Or I can't do it. Or I have no energy. Or I need some time to myself. And be and your partner being respectful of that. You know, there are certain times where I go up to the Fox wife. I'm like, hey, can we talk about something? And I, you know, make sure she's in a good headspace before I talk about my issues. I feel like that has brought me and my partner so much closer together and shown that, hey, I'm committed to you. I want to continue to be committed to you and I want to grow for you and with you by giving that vulnerability and giving her the ability to say, hey, not tonight. Or her saying, hey, I I just want to read for a little bit. Can you go play a game? And I'll be like, all right, sure. You know, or come, you know, sit on the couch with me, but... Can you do something on the couch while I'm reading? I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, separate together. That's so important. And if your spouse, partner, friend doesn't allow you that, it might be worth having a conversation about. Because you deserve that privacy. And that time to even just reflect on your own thoughts. Even if it's reflecting with them. You know? But... To end everything, okay, to end absolutely, well, before I do, because I kind of touched on, you know, one thing I noted down here about seeking support, but before that, I do just want to say 
that there in itself, or that when you're going through all this and you're experiencing, you know, the way, like, figuring out yourself in so many different ways, there's no one right way to do it. There's no one correct way that you can go about figuring out everything that's true about you. And that's okay. You know, celebrate that diversity. Understand that, you know, even though all of us are a little bit different, we all have uniqueness about us. And we end up having diverse perspectives about, you know, coming into how we were. So that way when the next person comes and asks us, well, how did you figure out this is what you wanted to do? You can tell them with like the truth in your chest like you know what i fucked around i made mistakes i didn't always have the right person in mind when i was doing these things but i learned i grew and here i am that in itself is one of the most important things but the absolute most important thing that i want to wrap this all up on because i know i've been here for a little while is focus on progress not perfection. Okay? Look, authenticity, again, as we said many a time, is a journey, not a destination. You have to, and this is the same with, you know, goals and everything else we talked about at the beginning of the year, but you have to be able to allow yourself the ability to fuck up. And make mistakes. And say things that you probably don't mean. And you know. And like learn from that. Or you know. Maybe you're building something and it all falls apart. There are going to be setbacks. But you have to allow yourself the grace to say. Alright I fucked up. I'll try again tomorrow. Now granted there's a limit to all things. You can't just you know be doing something immoral and being like, oh, I didn't know it was bad. And there's a line in all things. Please, like, as I say all this, again, I always have to add an asterisk because there's always going to be that one person that tries to take these words and runs them to the limit and then I'm going to get an email and it's like, hey, Mr. Plumes, uh, we have a client here that said that you encouraged, you know, going off and pushing people down slides and now he's going to jail and it's your fault but that's what makes him happy is pushing people down slides i'm like well fucker should have been a lifeguard at a fucking water park they push people down the slide all the time it ain't my fault (laughs) shit but (laughs) you know all that to say is understand that you yourself are going to fuck up you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna fall on your face the important part is you don't stop trying you don't give up you give yourself give yourself time to rest you give yourself an opportunity to breathe an opportunity to cry an opportunity to get all your negative emotions out because you know what crying makes you stronger being angry makes you stronger you learn more about what you makes you upset and what you can do to steal yourself even better by being upset. You don't always have to be pissed to the highest degree, but if somebody says something that makes you upset, then the next time they go to say it, just be like, Hey, stop. That's not cool. Like, don't say that. But then when you allow yourself the ability to fail and to fuck up and make mistakes, You also need to allow yourself the opportunity to celebrate those small wins. 
Let me take you all the way back to when I was talking about content creation, when I was talking about doing the podcast. All right. I gave you all the example of my sister who came out and was like, you know, all you millennials have podcasts. It's so stupid. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody listens to them. Blah, 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 blah. My small win that week was me putting out another podcast episode. My small win the next week was me putting out another podcast episode. It may not reach one, but one person. But you know what? It was out there. And I was creating. And I was continuously growing. Whether or not I would realized it or not. I was becoming more wise. More mature. And most importantly, more confident in my abilities to tell stories. To host a podcast. To have energy into this. You know, there's still times where I stammer a bit because my brain just kind of fizzles for a second. I'm like, oh, fuck. But that's okay. I think the time between me stammering and me, you know, kind of just having quiet little voice back on the plumes cast, you know, in the very beginning has changed a lot. You know, and change for the better. I feel like I've gone into these episodes, especially this whole year, a lot more confident than I have any other time. And I want you, you know, especially as you're getting ready to start something new, to be able to say, you know what? You did it. It may not look great. It may not taste great. It may not feel great. But you did it. That goes for cooking. That goes for crafting. That goes for, you know, speaking Anything and all that you can create, it's not going to be perfect when you first start. I know that. You know that. So why hold yourself to perfection? And more importantly, keep that from, or keep that from allowing you to start and get started. Yeah, give yourself the ability to fuck up. Because when you do, you figure out where you can grow. And I hope, you know, in all of this, you figure out the things that you want to do. And in this entire conversation that we've had for the past hour and a half-ish, I hope you've thought of certain things that you want to go out and try. And, like, things that make you make you excited about the future, make you excited about coming home after work, and giving you just a little bit of extra life. You know, there's so, again... There's so many things that try and take our energy away from us that when we find the things that make us genuinely happy, by all means, pursue them. You know, again, for me, all this came from playing fucking Pokemon Sleep. You know why? Because I go to bed at a decent time. Pikachu sings me a lullaby from the little Pokemon Plus Plus, And then I get, you know, in the morning I get to see cute Pokemon and a nice soft shaded st- art style. Like, oh, God, they're so fucking cute. And now I'm playing Pokemon Go because you know what? I want to go out and walk more. Guess what? I'm also about to commit to 2,024 miles over the, cro- over the course of the year because I want to fucking, you know, be healthier. I think I can do that. I think I can absolutely do it. And I want to do it. I want to do it alongside y'all. And, you know, that's why I'm doing another Conqueror's Challenge. I'm about to sign up for that once I sign off here. Because I want to keep growing. 
I want to keep going. I want to keep seeing numbers go up. I want to see my weight go down. You know, I want people to come to stream and be like, damn, look at his titties popping out of his shirt like pop, pop, you know, (laughs) you know, but I'm happily taken. So don't get any ideas (laughs) because I will reject you multiple times and then go find my fiance and kiss her on stream. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, man. I've had fun here today. But, again, I do just want to say, remember the next time, you know, our next episode, we're going to be talking about two years of podcasting and the things I've learned over that. And if you have any questions about podcasting or, you know, content creation or how I got into this or, you know, what really has driven me to do what I've done, you know, I'm. it's going to be another reflecting episode, but it's going to be the last one for, like, ten months until Thanksgiving. So, you know, you know. But, again, I could not do this without all y'all's support and being a part of this and having fun with me. You know, I cannot be more thankful to my partner, the Fox wife, who encourages me when I don't have, like, all my ideas set up and gives me ideas of her own. Like, I really really want to bring her on here and have her be my co-host for a couple of these just so that way like we can have a little back and forth conversation about hey what do you think about this what are your perspectives about this because i unfortunately the thing about plumes cast is this is all coming from the perspective of you know a 29 year old guy 29 year old white guy to be more precise you know having somebody else's perspective even if you know I'm madly in love with her and she's madly in love with me. At least I hope she's madly in love with me. (laughs) I know she is. (laughs) I always get flustered whenever I talk about stuff like this because it's just like I imagine what she's going to say when she hears this and I'm just like, ah, (laughs) oh no. (laughs) Oh God, I'm choking. Uh But I would just love to have her perspective on things. And I think she would be a great role model for y'all too. You know, she's gone through her own share of hardships. And I think she could be a, a absolute wealth of insight. Especially for people that aren't as energetic as me. You know, who are a little more of a homebody type to some degree. About certain things and are so outgoing about others. But anyway, that all to say... Remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasmal Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube in the form of pods. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again, plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if the podcast isn't enough blooms for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That URL one more time, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Till next time, everyone, find that true you because I'd love to meet them. Bye-bye.